Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up with the Successpert, award-winning financial educator, wealth expert, speaker, and author, Alfred Edmund Jr. And your co-host, life coach and author, D. Marshall. It's Be Lifted Up. Be Lifted Up. Hello and welcome to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. And I am D.C. Marshall. And listen, we're talking about one of my favorite Topics of Abundant Living, vacation time. How do you plan to spend your time this summer? Listen, I'm gonna say right up the front, if you're not taking vacations, if you're not enjoying your vacation, you are not living an abundant life. So we gotta fix that if that's you. But if you have vacation time and you're not enjoying it, listen, God wants us to have rest and recovery. That's just as godly as the labor that, that we do in his name. So we really want you to, do a deep dive in today's show. Dee, what, what say you? I'm ready for vacation. <laughs> Listen, Dee, I'm looking forward to this conversation because if there was one thing, let me back up a little bit about this whole vacation time conversation. I didn't grow up in a culture of taking vacation. Even when we had it, a day You did off, or you didn't? I did not. Okay. You know, it was, you know, I worked every summer in high school. I worked every summer in college except one. And that summer I took classes in the summer. But I began my work life. Yes, I had vacation time, but I didn't really go anywhere. It was like, yeah, I didn't have to go to work today. And, and then as my career picked up, I traveled so much on business to very, very nice places that often when it was time to take a vacation, I just wanted to stay home. I'm only now, and I have to say this pandemic experience, this you know, 12 to 18 month period of isolation has birthed in me a real, real appreciation for rest, for recovery, for enjoying myself, for traveling just for the joy of travel, whether it's just to go see family in, you know, in South Jersey or go outside the country. So I have a real appreciation for vacation, leisure, rest and recovery, being a part of abundant living, that God did not create us to work, pay bills and die. So this is really, really a, an important conversation for me. You know, it's so funny you bring up childhood vacation. I am... Um... So my family, uh, my, my mom is a single mom, two kids. And so, you know, our vacation was um, growing up, it was going to visit uh, grandparents during the summer. So that was one part of the vacation routine. But I do remember my mom did take us on vacations to the beach. We would go to Virginia Beach. I'm a New York, Jersey girl, so I live in the North, but we'd vacation. And you know what, now that I think about it, as a single mom, that was very sweet. And that was very kind of her. I got, you know what, I'm gonna have a conversation with her about that. So thank you for reminding me to, to rewind and think about vacation and sort of, um, you know, how I frame vacation. Now, the other part of what you said in terms of business travel being so yummy and delicious that, you know, I had the same experience that for uh, many years as a business owner, even as a, before I started my own company, I traveled a lot. 
And because I would travel to fun and amazing places, I would never go, you know, plan vacations. In fact, I remember somebody asking me, D, it was probably like a, I was probably like a date or something like that. Cause I remember thinking, oh my God, this is, this is, this is awkward. But I remember a guy asking me, now, where do you vacation? What do you do for vacation? And I was like, uh, uh, you know what, actually, no, all my business and all my travel is so much fun. I don't know when the last time I had been on vacation, but Alfred, when I had that conversation, I remember I had just come back from Riviera Maya. I had been like all of these amazing places, but they were always business. And so. Well, I've gotten a distinctive appreciation now. Yeah. Uh, I think I was having it even before the pandemic because I think I was coming to this realization that working for Black Enterprise where we have our events and these wonderful resort properties. And yes, I've been to some very, very, very nice places for work where I'm, I'm having a good, good time around the margins, um, but I'm not necessarily choosing my company, <laughs> the company I'm having a good time with. And again, I'm only over the last several years and it's been truly accentuated because of what we experienced during the global pandemic, that there's a difference between going to a nice place for a speaking engagement or going to a nice place for a client or going to a nice place because you're at a conference and going to a nice place specifically for you to do what you want to do with who you want to do it with, whether you want to run around and tour or you just want to lay on the beach for, for two weeks straight and do nothing. There's a new appreciation for that now. And, and yeah. we got some numbers around that. Um, uh, and this may be pre-pandemic, so it may be, be more um, different now, but 50% of Americans plan to travel for vacation. 75% of those people will likely stay domestic and not go anywhere. 13% will likely are talking about going around internationally. There's this new trend now since the pandemic is starting to subside because of more people becoming vaccinated called revenge travel. Yeah. People are like, you know what? <laughs> you had me locked in this house for 10 months tell me I had to put it, I put on the masses to go to the grocery store. I am getting out and I'm in that crew. I can't wait to go. I've been traveling mostly for business since October, but I've been out of the country once already and I can't wait to go. I've already got trips planned because tomorrow's not promised. If you didn't learn anything else during the pandemic, you learned that, but also it's enjoying the world. We are citizens of the world. God created the world, the universe. How dare I almost insult him by saying, I only want to see this little patch. I don't want to see all the glory of your creation. And so I am on a new mission to really see all that God has created as another um, expression of abundant living, of abundant life. Uh, whether you just go down to Miami or you go to Arizona or you go to, to the Maldives or you go to Jamaica, I, I just think this is a real a, a revelation for me in terms of what abundant living could and should be about and that God wants us to really enjoy all of this creation. Hmm. Interesting. When I when I do that, I was like, I'm always like, wow. <laughs> I mean, do you think and pause? But it's been my experience. It's, my, it's literally been my experience over you know certainly the last six months. I can't wait to go. Um, yeah. and, 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 and to really enjoy the leisure part of it. I'm I'm I come from a family of workers. Like work is a big part of both my mother's side of family and my father's side of family. It's a big part of our value system. We like work, we trust work. We're secure in labor. We believe yeah. in it. Yeah. And, and that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. 
But again, I, I've, over the last five years, and maybe it's because of this, the chapter of my life I'm in um, post 50s about, okay, what do I want to be able to say that I experienced in this life? And uh, I have a good friend, you, you talked about the, the question of, of the date about where you vacation. I had a good friend that, that was a marvel at the fact that I'd never been to Africa. I'd never been to Europe. I've been to Mexico. I've been to, throughout most of the Caribbean. And that's, that's when it dawned on me. I said, that's because you only go to places where business takes you. You only be going to where conferences, speaking engagements. And, and I've had opportunities, by the way, to go to these other places just to go. And what I told myself is, oh, you know, maybe down the road, maybe when I'm not as busy, maybe when I have, when I have less to do. And I realized that it's not because God hasn't given me access to it. It's been because I've been in this mode where it's about work, 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 work. And yeah. I'm only now getting an appreciation for, no, it's about work and labor. Jesus rested. Jesus had his disciples rest. And let's pull away to isolated areas and rest because we're giving service constantly to people and we need to rest. So if Jesus needed to rest, who do I think I am? Come on, Bishop. <laughs> but you know what you do? Um, so, you, you know, when I think about business travel, and I was processing um, here, but when I think about business travel, um, I've never been bothered by business travel because not just because of their fabulous places, but I'm an extrovert and I like to engage. And so for me, I think the work has never bothered me because what I do is really fun. Like that, that time when I was in Riviera Maya, I mean, literally I was there, I think to coach women, like high level women. And I remember asking the organizer, I'm like, okay, now where is my session? Like, where, where am I gonna be coaching the women? And she said, oh, over here. And when she did this motion, the hand motion over here, it was the pool. It was like poolside. We were the only ones in the property. So I think for me, it's been really hard because they have been really, you know, business, but work, but like, because I'm on purpose, I am 100% in Ephesians 2, 210. The work for me, it's, it's hard to break away because it's so much fun. It gives me joy. It fills me up. This is post-COVID vacation. So, you know, the rules have changed. The game has changed. Our appetite has changed. Uh, everything has changed about vacation because people, we have been, look, Alfred, what was that? Like 14, 15 months for yeah, many yeah. of us, many of yeah. us, 14, 15 months, right? Easy. My last trip, and it was business because it was our Women of Power Summit in Vegas. The shutdown happened literally maybe the week after we came back from Las Vegas um, on March, my birthday, March 8th. And the, that, that following week, week was when we all shut down and we were told we had to shut down. So literally, like you said, we were locked down for over a year. And what you said was, as we were coming out of the last segment, I was you. I was going to such nice places. You know, I'm so into work. And, you know, Black Enterprise is a very mission-oriented company. And I have to say, Black Enterprise is also very generous, particularly on our, on our trips, uh, especially um, when our late founder, Earl Graves, was, was running the company still and Mrs. Graves was still around. I mean, they let us bring our whole families. I mean, my son, who's a grown man now, he threw his first big tantrum <laughs> when we took him to Disney for a conference. And then we went back home to Brooklyn and he was like, I want to go back to the house we had at the Grand Floridian. Where does this place you brought me back to? So I get your, I totally get your point. We've been blessed, you and I. 
Yeah, in, we in have. Terms of God has allowed us to go places and do things in the course of our work, in the course yes. of our calling, to real, but a wonderful, wonderful places. That said, as I said, I say I used to be you. I still enjoy that, you know. And, I, and, if, and if the economy opens back up, and you know, we're already planning the next Women of Power Summit in uh, in Las Vegas in March of 2022. I'm looking forward to that. But again, because of this pandemic experience is, is really, it's not about where I go on vacation or where I go when I travel, if you will, but what I get to choose to do with my time. And I think I've gotten an appreciation with these last couple of trips that I didn't have a conference agenda. I didn't have to meet with whoever, you know, the, the, the people who booked me to speak. I could go to the gym. I could lay on the beach. There was a difference between traveling to the Dominican Republic, if you will, because I had a speaking engagement and traveling to the Dominican Republic to do whatever I wanted to do. Because yeah. the real wealth here is not really the geography or the place, it's the time. And that's why the top of the show, we ask people, what do you plan to do with your time this summer? You know, vacation time. The, to me, the operative word is time because time is the ultimate gift of God. Time belongs to God. And we don't know how much time we're gonna have on this plane of existence. And I just, I've gotten a real appreciation, not just from the vacation standpoint, but how I spend my time, how, how focused I am. Right now, I am totally present, D, my friend, my co-host, DC Marshall, who I, who I, I, I marvel at and adore. I am now more conscious of, than ever of, I am spending my time with you. We are spending our time with the Be Lifted Up audience. And I don't think that was something I appreciated this deeply in the context of vacation or whatever, um, prior to this pandemic experience. Interesting. Well, here's the deal. We have different, very different experiences. And I'm, I'm really grateful that, you know, I live my life by design. I run my own company. I'm on purpose. Ephesians 2.10 says, we are all Christ's workmanship created in advance to do good work that God prepared for us to do. And so I really believe, I know that I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to do, but, but I love the, um, I love the ROI, but here's the deal. So many people have not traveled um, for vacation since 2019. I'm looking at some of the numbers. American workers average 12 annual days of paid time off, right? PTO, you know, sidebar. Oh Lord. I, okay, let me keep going. I just think about that 12 annual days of paid time off. That just seems like a crime, but- Like too, I, too little, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to get into that because that would be unfair to, you know. Um, That's another show. That's another show. We well, to, to people that don't have freedom of time. You know, another show could be freedom of time and how it is when you do certain things, you do have freedom of time. Like as a business owner, um, now, now granted, Diverse and Engage is a lot of work, but we have a team of 22. We're in 23 countries. Our clients are Fortune 500. It's a big deal, but I still have freedom of time. And so, but but if we think no, about American workers- Sorry to you, D. Because now I'm thinking we should address this freedom of time thing. I really do. Well- because I think we should, I think, I think it's important to make a point that I think your example shows, and my example shows too. You can have freedom of time if you're intentional about the life you want to live. We're talking about abundant life. I now, after more than 25 years of working a traditional executive role at Black Enterprise, and I'm still the executive at Black Enterprise, I'm still a senior vice president, 
God knows my duties are still valued and there's a lot to do. But I made a decision now almost seven years ago that I wanted to step away from the operational aspect of my work at BE and the day-to-day operational and focus on the executive aspect so that I could have more time. So I wasn't in the office even before the pandemic every single day so that I could do more public speaking, so I could pursue more of my passions, so I could do more mentoring and more nonprofit work. And so what I did was I made the decision to buy back, if you will, some time. And I, you know, and, and I see millennials and even younger than millennials having that mindset from jump. They value their time more and they're willing to try to craft a life around that, which you have done um, as an entrepreneur. So I think it's an important thing to say time is a form of wealth. And if you want abundant life, I think people should be deliberate about how they want to spend their time and how they can build their business and professional life around that. Yeah. Because that's what you've done. You've yeah. built your business life around the time that you want to devote to what you want to do, both within God's calling and within what's important to D.C. Marshall. And that's yeah. something that previous generations, again, I'm older than you are, we, we felt we had to ask, ask for permission for that. Yeah. You know, our parents' generation said, no, you work until you're 65. And then if you're lucky and you're healthy enough, then you get to go and enjoy what's left of your life. And I'm saying that God is saying, no, you have access to that now. You just have to be willing to think about what it is you really want. And I can give you the desires of your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, but I think the average, you know, if we're talking about average Americans and what is reality right now in terms of, vacation, right? If we just level set, they have a certain number of vacation days. I think it's been reported that they're being allowed to carry over their vacation days, which is great. But then there's this also this thing around a lot of people being, um, I would say now addicted to work in a different way, in a new way, right? Um, And so there's a need for vacation this year. There's a need for people to get on planes, trains and automobiles and take time. I think even more so for health purposes, for wellness. And so um, perhaps on the other side of the break, we can come back and talk a little bit about that. But I think it's different now in terms of the the necessity uh, of taking the vacation post-COVID versus pre-COVID. Listen. This is definitely a mental health move for me. So let me, let me say that right up front. Listen, you're listening to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Listen, we want to remind you to subscribe and download our show at mochapodcastnetwork.com. Listen to us at SiriusXM 141 and also follow us on all social platforms. Be the letter B, Lifted Up Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Billionaire from We Sound Crazy with your Black Music Month Spotlight. Chris Brown is a singer, songwriter, dancer, and actor. In 2004, Brown signed with Jive Records and released his debut studio album the following year. Later certified triple platinum, Brown holds the records for the most Billboard Hot 100 entries of any male singer in history and the most RIAA multi-platinum singles of any male singer in history. You like it, what you see? A lot of people don't see no's that everybody get. Like, they just see the success and a lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of late nights, sleepless nights, stressful nights, crying in the studio, not thinking I'm good enough, like as a, as a younger artist, but I didn't let that doubt overshadow the dream. I feel like, even to this day, like, my, my heart and my passion is in, so I feel like that's what, I guess, keeps me consistent or keeps people interested or engaged in my music. Celebrating Black Music Month. 
Hey, it's Angelique here. Walt Disney World Resort is bringing you the culture with music, art, and food. Imagine savoring Princess and the Frog's decadent bread pudding and berry bananas at Disney's Port Orleans Resort. Take in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park Circle of Life Festival, celebrating the Lion King and more. Walt Disney World Resort is a place where you can come and celebrate with your family, and you can do it soulfully. Bring yourself to Walt Disney World Resort and celebrate the culture. And we're back. We're talking about vacation time on the other side of COVID. We're talking about paid time off. We're talking about, you know, unused time and how U.S., um, I'll say corporations, companies are allowing for employees to carry over their time. And we're really talking about the demand of time, of, of vacation properties and such. We're talking about our desire to, we now want to vacation where some of us were so addicted. And so here's where I really want to go, Alfred. I really want uh, you know, to to sort of throw this out there, and that is um, now that now that like outside is open and businesses are opening, it's really an opportunity to rethink the need for balance between rest and work. And um, you know, I can't remember the statistics, but there is a significant, I would say. Um, health issue, health challenge, and health trend um, in terms of us now being not as healthy as we once were, not just because we are sitting still and we're not moving around, but also the extended workday, right? Because we are working at home, we're working in these boxes and these screens, a lot of people um, are working longer days or had worked longer days. And so I'm gonna say this is the time to rethink the need between um, rest and work. So much so, you know, I made a definitive decision that this would be my month to reset from last year, one year ago, right? Because my work schedule has been out of control. Um, although I, you know, I work from the office, usually I, I go into my office, but I made a definitive decision. And I think that's the opportunity for all of us to really rethink, um, you know, how we might now draw the line in the sand between work and between rest. What say you? I totally agree with that. D during the early months of the, of the lockdown, um, it took me a while to, to adjust from a quote unquote can't work. Now, of course, we were doing some kinds of work because some kinds of work had to be done, but it wasn't the same. It was a lot of what I consider idle time. And slowly but surely, and this happened with a lot of prayer, I have to say that. I mean, I, but that's one thing. It gave me a lot more time to pray. <laughs> I had a lot. I didn't have the excuse. Oh, I don't have time to study the Bible. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to talk to God. I was like, what else you got to do? Uh -huh. We had all those other excuses for why you had to squeeze me into the margins. So I have to say that ultimately it, it turned out to be a, a major blessing for me, particularly in the middle and the second half of 2020. But the, the point I make is I went from a period of frustrated idleness to purposeful idleness. Now, I don't even want to call it idleness. I began to say, okay, you have this time, how purposeful you can be. And as a result, I've emerged from this idea of purposeful rest purposeful recovery. Yep. And, and we're talking about vacation, which is the ultimate expression of that for most people, the, the, the 12 days you might get to literally not go to work. But even during the course of the week, now I take 
time during the day yep. to purposefully do quote unquote nothing. Mm -hmm. I take a day during the week to purposely do quote unquote nothing. Sometimes it might be 10 minutes within a given hour to do quote unquote nothing, to think, to pray. One of the things I realized, D, most of my best ideas do not come when I'm sitting at a desk. Of course not. I'm executing when I'm at the desk. Of course. I'm executing when I'm in the meeting. But the idea, the creativity, the revelation from above came when I was doing something else, when my mind was relaxed and open and able to just consider possibilities. So I, I am totally into this idea now that even when I'm doing nothing, I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. And that also means working past guilt. Because again, I, I tell you, I come from a worker family. Mm -hmm. And I'm really like, you know, I'm not bad. I'm not a bad person. God is not judging me because I'm sitting here on the couch just relaxing for the afternoon. And, and once you get past this idea of, like you said, we're addicted to this idea we have to be doing something at all times. And the pandemic took that idea away from us that for many of us, some of us had more to do because of the pandemic. And we, we praise God for, especially those frontline workers in healthcare and other industries. But a lot of us had nothing to do. And we were there to confront God. We were there to confront our own fears. We were there to confront our own shortcomings. We were there to confront issues in our families that we've been putting off dealing with because we always had work as a legitimate reason not to deal with it. We were putting off dealing with our own health issues. And, and I, so I think this idea of purposeful rest and recovery, it shouldn't be just about getting on a plane to go someplace just to go. I, I'm urging people to give real thought to this gift of time that God has given you, whether that's your 12 PTO days or you just deciding I'm going to take this weekend and I'm going to go someplace to have purposeful rest and recovery because rest and recovery is part of our service to God. He wants us to be effective when we do work. He wants to be effective when we do labor. He didn't build us so that we can drive ourselves into the ground. I'm even pushing back on the idea of grinding. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I'm hustling. I'm, you know, I'm, but grinding, that, that sounds too much like you're overrated and it's done. It's overrated. Sleep, sleep yeah. is underrated. Hustling and grinding. No, I don't want to be shucking and dry, jiving. No, mm. I want to be enjoying my life. Enjoying right? my life. In such a way. Absolutely. I, that is, that is way over hustle and grind. It does and not the word say my yoke is easy and my burden is light. There's nothing about what God promises us that says we got to go drive ourselves to the ground and never rest and never sleep. And the whole point is that service brings reward and that reward should be enjoyed because God created this stuff so we can enjoy it and appreciate him. And I'm, so I'm real deep into that now. And again, not just for vacations. I have a beautiful backyard. I have a beautiful deck. Gee, if, you could tell, if I could tell you the times when I had nothing to do and I sat on my deck and I was like, you know what? I've been in this house for 15 years and I haven't really been enjoying this the way I could. No. So I'll, I'll say, I'll say this, I think for a lot of people and what, what um, we have been sort of framing for in, in um, at Diverse and Engage, right? Cause we, we coach high level leaders, high level, high ranking and high profile leaders. And we've reframed this um, vacation as reset, refuel, refill, 
um, and we frame it differently so that people are, are no longer thinking about vacation. Um, you know, the, nowadays we're in a place where you have to serve things up very differently. You have to speak to the audience and there has to be an ROI. And so part of what we do um, at Diverse and Engage, we do a retreat. And at the retreat, we teach the reset and the restructure and recalibrating in that we invite people to come into a sterile environment and you have to unplug. You literally, we do a, a ritual of where you shake the dust off of the bottom of your shoes. We pray people in for them to release and you have to release your cell phone for the entire time. Mm. And then we also have built in, nobody now take this. I don't want to see, I don't want to go over now to y'all's program. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> then we do, um, but then we also, we, we take the cell phones, but we also have an agenda that allows for time to download. And a lot of events and a lot of conferences, or at least what we hear from why people, uh, women in particular, why they attend is because the agenda is not full and we've allowed time to reset. Not vacation, we call it reset. You, we allow time to download. We allow for time to refocus. We allow for time to refill. We allow for time, uh, right, for people to hear, for people to um, talk, and then for people to listen and to hear what it is, because the word of the Lord says God gives us the desire of our hearts. And it doesn't mean that he's handing us over the desire. What it means is um, the Lord is downloading in us the desire. And for people who are questioning their job right now, their life right now, the relocation and this, that, and the third, it's, um, you know, the best way to resolve that is to reset. It is to download, is to sit still. We call it vacation and we frame the show as vacation, but we're talking about much more. And so this is how we reframe vacation. For high performers, there is um, this typical way that we work in three blocks of time. One is a strategic block. The other is a buffer block. But the third is a breakout block. And the breakout block is um, what we do here at DE, where you take a three hour black, block of time during the work day, during the work week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, to go off the grid for vacation, to reset, refocus, recalibrate. In the, th in the breakout block, we do something that raises our vibration. It raises our frequency. And people who are listening and thinking, okay, wait, what's she talking about? No, this is a show about faith and finances. I believe in Jesus, so don't get caught up in the words, okay? Stay focused, stay focused, stay focused. So, but you are to do something that raises your mindset, your health set, your wealth set, right? So it's a, it's a reset. And this is, again, how we reframe vacation for high-level, high-ranking, high-profile individuals, for, for, for leaders who are high performers. So we go off the grid to do something that raises it. So it doesn't mean you're doing errands from 11 to 2 or 11 to 3, um, and you're not doing what you normally would do, but you would do something that raises your health set, your mindset, your wealth set. So for me, I'll give you an example. And this, everybody, we're talking about vacation still, but we're just talking about how you rethink right? Um, so sometimes I do the racetrack. I go 
I drive to um, an indoor racetrack and I do laps. I'll do three, four, five laps around the racetrack. And what that does is it helps me to um, refocus. It helps me to increase my productivity and it helps me to be creative because what I've done is I have removed my brain from thinking about work. I've, I've My brain is now engaged in another activity. And what happens is that I then go back to work. In the same way, vacation works. But if you reframe it, it works in that way when you completely unplug. And that is how uh, we reframe vacation. And I think that's an opportunity for all of us to rethink and reimagine. Like even what you shared coming into this, Alfred, about how you are rethinking and reappreciating and you've even revalued, if you will, you revalued, mm -hmm. you assign a new value. Everybody say value, right? Hashtag, yep. if you're on social media right now, hashtag value, revalue, R-E hyphen value, how you revalue, uh, revalued your, your time out. And so basically that's what, that's what I'm doing here because what we know is when you work with high level leaders, look, you got to be able to show value. And here's the value in vacation, whether you call it vacation, here's a value when you call it, whether you consider it a reset, it's you have to go completely off the grid and unplug. Now I have another one, but I'm gonna stop right there. What are your thoughts? First of all, I agree with everything you're saying. And I wanna say a couple of things. One, I believe, I've come to believe, I think I've always believed, but now I believe it more than ever. Time is the ultimate form of wealth. Time is the ultimate form of wealth. Yep. You make money, you lose money. You, you, you get things, you lose things. Everything else is things that flows through our hand. Time is the ultimate form of wealth. And when you talk about uh, revaluing, I think what's happening, I know what's happened with me, is I, it's just reinforced my belief that time is really the most valuable currency that I have, that God gives us. Uh, and, and so I, I'm with that. I also want to help people to understand that D works with high-performance leaders. Um, at Black Enterprise, we're about writing about and covering and, 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 and serving through our events, high performance leaders. But I want you to understand, if you are a single mother with three children, two jobs, and you serve at your church, you are a high performance leader. You have lots of demands on your time. You're committed to serving others. And you could be just as exhausted, just as overworked for many of the same reasons as that executive that feels like she can't take time away from her busy job running a division of a corporation. So you need, I want to disabuse yourself of the notion that you don't need a vacation. I came from a working class family. So we, you know, like, no, we don't really need a vacation. I need to work. It's important to understand that time is valuable, that your time is just as valuable as any other human being's time walking on the face of the earth. And you do need to take the time to enjoy vacation. And the other thing I want to say that I totally agree with this idea of vacation, yes, we're talking about your traditional 12 you know, PTO days or your week away or your two weeks away or the family reunion or what you do. Yes, that counts. And that should be about rest and recovery and unplugging away from work. But you're right. We should be thinking about vacations on a daily basis. My version of the daily unplug, and everybody who knows me knows this, is the gym. That's my space to get away. In fact, how I got serious about fitness was after doing a double all-nighter, closing an issue of Black Enterprise Magazine in the late 90s, and, and Derek Dingle, my colleague, coming in and still seeing me at the office that Sunday saying, you mean you were here since Friday? 
And he was like, this is, this is going to work. I hadn't eaten. And that was the turning point about me saying, you know what, I'm going to do something every day. And I love working out anyway, where I am not thinking about work. I'm, I'm just focused on just, <laughs> just me and doing, it was my vacation. And now that's my daily vacation. So whether you unplug for 20 minutes, two hours, three hours, one day a week, take three days a week, Dee's point is right. It makes it a vacation if you are totally pulled away from all the demands that are on you and you literally are vacationing. And by the way, it's a vacation to be able to have time to just talk to God and listen to God and to hear God. Because yeah. he's not, you know, we, we're so busy running that he's not, we don't have time to listen and to be blessed by what he has in store for us. So, so when we're talking about the value of vacationing, yes, we want you to make the most of trips. We come out of this pandemic, we want to go and see and do and enjoy our families and our friends and experiences. All that is great, but also take time to rest and recover because it's what you need and, and it's there for you. And, and it doesn't matter what station you are in life. You may not be able to go to the Orient or, or the, to Hong Kong, but you can you know, take a couple of hours a day and unplug and really just do for you so you can be strong and ready to go back to do the things that you are called to do. You know, it's not a nice to have. This is a need to have. A need to have. You know, this is about people having survived COVID and then now being responsible with our health. Um, yeah. Because it's about a personal recovery, not just a broad economic recovery. Yeah, we, we recover to live better than you were living before the crisis. We, I, I really want people to hear this. The goal of recovery is not about you coming back to where you were before the crisis. God promises to restore and then some, to, to give you more than you surrendered or lost in your recovery. And, and, but we have to be, have that mindset. So we're not talking about just saying, oh, I survived it. Now I can go back to the way things were. We should be in, in anticipation of things can be better. We, there were some lessons that we learned. There were things that were removed from our lives that we can replace with better going forward. And I got to say to the entrepreneurs in the house of those who are aspiring entrepreneurs, this push for travel and for people that really experience life creates huge business opportunities. Whether that's, you, you know, whether you're, you know, buying a hotel, whether you're doing Airbnb, um, whatever area where you can serve people who want to travel and enjoy experiences for their vacations, whether that's their one day vacation or their two week vacation, this is a great opportunity for entrepreneurs. So I really hope that, that we are taking advantage of that because this revenge travel thing is a huge, huge big part of the economic recovery. And we as entrepreneurs, and I'm gonna say black entrepreneurs need to take advantage of that. We were talking about vacation time, but also expanding no, I will say shifting our paradigm in terms of how we think about vacation, number one. Number two, um, thinking about vacation as a, um, uh, not just a reset, but as a responsibility of being a good steward. God calls us to be a good steward of time, talent, and resources. And because God gives us 86,400 units of time every day, we have a responsibility. And then third, um, I will say, you know, maybe it is that you're thinking, I can't take a breakout block. But one of the practices that is super powerful is to listen to God. And how we do that is to meditate. 
The practice that I adopted in the last year is meditating. And so I meditate for 10 minutes of a day. This mindfulness is so very powerful. And so as we wrap today's show, think about vacation in that regard. Certainly plan your vacation, take your vacation, take your, take your days. You need your days to save your life. So take your days, but also think about shifting the way you think about your time. Know that you're doing it for God and you're doing it for yourself and know that you can reframe and perhaps take a breakout block or maybe not, but to meditate. And so, um, Alfred, what would you share as your final thoughts and final words? I'll say, say the same thought that I shared at the top of the show. You're not living an abundant life if you can't take time to rest and recover. God wants you to live an abundant life. So make rest and recovery daily weekly and certainly your vacation time make it purposeful listen you're listening to be lifted up your guide to living an abundant life be sure to catch us on uh sirius xm channel 141 subscribe and download the show from the mocha podcast network as podcast plural the mocha podcast network and then follow us on all social platforms at b the letter b lifted up radio listen D and I are so glad you spent some time. You talked about the value of time with us, and we'll see you the next show. It's Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. Hey, this is Bacon from Bacon from We Sound Crazy, and this is your Black Music Month Spotlight. Brandy Norwood is an American entertainer born in Macomb, Mississippi in 1979 and raised in Carson, California. In 1994, she released her self-titled multi-platinum debut album, Brandy, that featured the singles, I Wanna Be Down, Baby, best friend her second album never say never has sold over 16 million copies worldwide and features the billboard 13 week number one song the boy is mine with fellow r&b singer monica the boy is mine 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 in her 30 year career she's won a grammy released eight studio albums selling over 40 million records worldwide and has over 70 movie and television roles to her credit among other accolades in the beginning you know you no one knows you and you you have reasons to be successful, which is just to be popular or for people to just know your name. But now for me, it's, it's about sharing and it's about really giving back. When you're young, it's all about you. It's not really about me. It's really about the people that have, have been with me for such a long time. Hey, it's Angelique here. Walt Disney World Resort is bringing you the culture with music, art, and food. Imagine savoring Princess and the Frog's decadent bread pudding and Barry Benet's at Disney's Port Orleans Resort. Take in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park Circle of Life Festival, celebrating the Lion King and more. Walt Disney World Resort is a place where you can come and celebrate with your family and you can do it soulfully. Bring yourself to Walt Disney World Resort and celebrate the culture. 